0: Welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Thanks for joining us tonight. Glad you could tune in. We are a live program and we'll be here for the next hour taking your calls and talking about the Bible and just seeking God for His power, His grace, His mercy, His truth. We want to seek the Lord for all that He is. Yes, let's look for an experience tonight. Let's seek Him. Let's seek the Lord tonight and we do that by prayer. So we're going to open the program in prayer. Would you pray with me? Would you pray for me? Would you pray for this next hour that God would just use this next hour for his purpose, his plan, for his glory? Thank you, Lord. That is our desire, Lord, that you would use this next hour, that we would have the opportunity for this next hour, Lord, just to to sit in your presence, to be in your presence, Lord, worshiping you and praising you, Lord, and just seeking you in prayer, seeking you for your word, for your truth. Lord, I pray, Father, that there would be an outpouring of your Holy Spirit right now, upon each and every listener, upon me, Lord, that we would be all filled with your spirit, Lord, that we would be filled with your truth, that we would be filled, Lord, with the, the power of God to 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 work in our life. Lord, bless each and every listener. Lord, you know every need out there. I pray that, that there would be prayers lifted up tonight, Lord, seeking your will, seeking your desire, your plan, and your purpose for each and every one of us. Lord, bless the callers tonight. Bless the word tonight. The word is the word is your blessing, Lord. So I just pray that we would be blessed by your word tonight, Father. And I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Thank you for joining in. I'm glad you can uh, uh, tune into us tonight. We are a live program. We're here in, st- here in studio, ready to take your calls uh, to lift up prayers before the Lord. You know, the Bible says in uh, in Psalm one twenty one. It says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night, the Lord will keep you from all evil and will keep your life. The Lord will keep you. Your going out and your coming in, from this time forth and forevermore. That's a promise. That's the Lord. He says, "Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord." I lift up my eyes. He says, "I lift my. Uh, I lift up my eyes to the to the hills." Yeah, you. we we, we look up. We don't look to the side. We don't look to the right, to the left. We look up. We look up to the Lord. You know, First John says that we can have confidence. We can be assured that the Lord hears our prayers when we pray according to his will. Will you pray according to his will tonight? Do you have a prayer request? Do you have a need? Is there something you want to bring before the Lord tonight? Well, I encourage you to call in and ask for prayer. Let's pray together. Would you give me that opportunity, that honor to to just pray with you and lift up your prayers to the Lord? Help you lift up your prayers to the Lord. The numbers one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on your calls. If you have a need, if you know somebody who has a need, you know we. I like to stand in this program. We stand in the gap, and I want to stand in the gap with you, for your needs. For the needs of your loved ones call in tonight and let's bring it before the lord let's get the power of god in your life for your needs for the needs of the people you know so if you know somebody who needs prayer if you need prayer then call in tonight the number is 1-888-995-5552 if you have a question about the bible a question about christianity uh religion uh world religions you know uh buddha buddhism or 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 islam or whatever world religion you want to talk about tonight or you have a question about call in if there's if it's a doctrinal issue theological issue something that you're wondering about call in tonight I'd like the opportunity to field your question to see if we can find the answer to your question, in the Lord's in in God's in God's uh, word because the answer to your question is in God's word. It's there. We just got to look for it. Study to show yourself approved. The Bible says so. Call in with your prayer requests. Call in with your Bible questions. Numbers one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. You know, I have a question for you. What are you doing on Friday nights? You know. Uh, what do you got planned for Friday nights? I want to encourage you to come out and be with us on Friday nights for prayer and worship. Come out and be with us for on Friday nights for for God's word. You know we're getting together Friday nights at 8 p.m. at the Hills Church in uh, in Arcadia. So uh, if you're if you're So inclined, if you're looking for someplace to worship, someplace to be in prayer on Friday nights, if you want to get into a Bible study for for Friday nights, come out and join us at the Hills Church at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. There won't be any, uh, we won't be uh, meeting this Friday uh, because of the Thanksgiving holiday, but we'll be back there uh, two Fridays from now. So come and join us for Friday night's worship. Come and join us for the word. At 805 North First Avenue, mark it down on your calendar. You know, write down the address and plan on being with us for Friday nights at 8 p.m. Uh, in Arcadia. The address is 805 North First Avenue. It's the same address for church on Sunday mornings. So tomorrow morning we'll be in church at 10 a.m. Pastor Walter Hoffman is the is the pastor at the Hills Church there. So come out and join us. If, like I said, if you're looking for a church to visit or a church to make your home. We'd love for you to come out and join us for worship Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. So with that, I want to remind you that uh, this program is on podcast. So if you've missed tonight's program or if you've missed a previous program and you want to catch up, go to kkla.com forward slash podcast. Or just go to KKLA.com and look for the podcast page and you'll see us. You can uh, share the program with somebody, you can tell somebody about our program. You can listen to other programs uh that are on KKLA. Uh so uh go to go to KKLA dot com or download the KKLA app. There's so much you can do with the KKLA app. There's so much going on. So it's a free app, doesn't cost you anything. Download it into your smartphone, into your iPad uh, and then start uh, streaming or and start listening to the podcast on, on KK. You can listen to the programs here live. So share the program, share the the, the app with somebody, and just be a part of the ministry here. Uh, we're going to go to our first phone call. Uh, if you if you're calling in, uh, we've got a couple of lines open. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Like I said, this is a live program. We're here to pray with you, to pray for you, to field your your questions, whether it's a Bible question or or a question on religion, doctrine, theology. Call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. I've got a message here. Sophie is in the hospital for her tests. She her desire is that the tests would come clear. Uh, from Nancy, prayer for Jimmy, Nicholas, uh, and family, and Mitchell family. We also want to pray. For uh, Jimmy Johnson, who's in the hospital, I just heard a, a, a little earlier today that he's in the hospital. I know he was supposed to do uh, surgery for uh, gallbladder, but there was some complications, and he's, he's in the hospital a little sooner than expected. So we want to pray for Jimmy Johnson, and also a gentleman by the name of Chris. He was with us a few weeks ago for Bible study on Friday night, and we understand that uh, he's going through a difficult time, we want to just pray for Chris, Jimmy Johnson, for Sophie, and for Nancy, and for Jimmy Nicholas. So Father, we just come before you. We come before you in prayer, Lord. Yes, Lord, we look up. We look up to the hills. Where does our help come from? Our help comes from you, Lord. So I pray, Father, for your blessing. I pray for your healing. I pray for the needs of Jimmy, and Chris, and Sophie, and Nancy, and Jimmy Nicholas, and the Mitchell family, Lord, I just pray for each and every one of that needs to be met, not by the world, not by earthly means, Lord, but by heavenly means. Lord, by your touch, the touch of your hand, your blessing, your favor, your healing, Lord, upon their life. I just pray, Lord, for Jimmy, which should heal him for whatever's going on, Lord, and that you, Lord, would, 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 would create a, a miracle. A miraculous healing, Lord. Pray for Chris and Sophie and Nancy, Father. Lord, that you would meet their needs right where they are right now, Father. I just pray your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Sonny. Hi, Sonny. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight?
1: Hello. I would like to pray for my friend Debbie Mustafi.
0: Okay. All right. Gee.
1: Is very, has been sick for many years with brain tumors and mm. cancers and everything. She's had numerous surgeries. Mm. And I am. she's in hospice now, but I am praying for a miracle of healing Amen. for God to be glorified in that. And I just am trusting Him, and I know that He's an amazing God and can do whatever He feels He needs to do. And so I'm giving him all the glory, honor, and praise.
0: Amen. And I just pray that in Jesus' precious name. Well, hallelujah! Praise you, Lord. We thank you, Father. And like Sonny, Lord, we we just want to bring Debbie before you, Lord. Lord, these brain tumors and the cancer, Lord, they all come under the name of the. They all come under the authority of Jesus Christ, Lord. The, the authority that Jesus showed on the earth was amazing. People were in wonder and in awe Had never seen authority like this before. How he spoke to the wind and the wind stopped. How he commanded the demons to leave and the demons left. How the the, the dead were raised, Lord, and brought back to life. Father, the authority that is in the name of Jesus. And you've given us that name. That name where every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord. Lord, we pray in that name for Debbie, for her healing. Lord, that your power, Lord, would be just poured out upon her, that your blessing would be upon her, that your healing, Father, would be upon her. Lord, and like the woman who suffered for so many years, Lord, with the issue of blood, Debbie has suffered for so long, Father. I pray, Lord, that the suffering would come to a conclusion. The suffering would end, Lord, and the blessing, Lord, would be there in her life. Free her, Lord, from this cancer, Free her from these tumors, Lord, and give her the joy that only you can give her, Lord, of being totally and completely healed from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord. I pray a blessing upon her in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
2: Hallelujah.
3: Thank you so much. God bless
0: you, Sonny. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for standing in the gap for Debbie. God bless you. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to David. David. Hi David, you are the gypsy Christian hour. How can we pray for you? How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sammy, how are you? Doing well, man. How are you doing? Oh, well, I'm good. I have a couple
2: of prayer requests. Um I had a lot of pain on my lower abdomen. I just need the Lord to heal me from that. And also uh my brother who's going through a hard time right now, he just broke up with his girlfriend of nine years mm-hmm. and he's uh having a lot of anxiety and stress. So I just want the Lord to comfort his heart.
0: Amen. What's, his, what's your brother's name? Uh, Alex. Alex, okay. Well, Father, we come before you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, and we stand in the gap. Here we are, Lord, David and I. We stand in the gap for Alex, Lord. And let every listener, Lord, tonight be praying for Alex, Lord. I pray, Lord, that your scripture would be made manifest to him that says, Be anxious for nothing. But in all things, through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your request known unto God. Lord, we pray for Alex, Lord, that that you would take the anxiety, the hurt, the frustration, Lord, the disappointment, that you take it away from him, Lord, and show him your perfect will. Show him that you're in this, Lord. Show him that you're protecting him and that you're leading him and that you're guiding him, Lord, and that you will bless his life as he seeks you. Paul said... or or who was it, John, who said, I I would that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers, Lord. I know it's in your word. I know it's there, Lord. I know that that desire is there, that, that you would prosper us and that we would be in health as our soul prospers, Lord, as we seek you, Lord. And as Alex seeks you, Lord, he will prosper, be in health, and he will have all that he needs according to your will in Christ Jesus. So I thank you, Lord, for Alex, and I pray, Lord, your protection upon him guard his heart and his mind lord in jesus name lord i pray for david father that you would relieve him of this pain lord that you would take the pain away lord that there would be miracle upon miracle upon his life lord and that his body would work as you created it lord that every that he would function as you created him lord i just pray lord for a relief of this pain i pray for the miracle of the touch of your holy spirit lord i thank you and i praise you lord I pray blessing upon David. I pray blessing into his life. I pray healing, Lord, upon him. Lord, you said that we would anoint with oil. Well, Lord, anoint David with the oil of your Holy Spirit, and give him, Lord, the desire of his heart, Lord, to live and to work freely, Lord, from pain. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you. Well, Thank God you, bless Sammy. you. How you doing? Doing well, man. Doing better than I deserve. Thank How about that? That's amazing, yeah, huh? Yeah. We heard, get grace and we get mercy. Jesus. That's 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 the, that's the biggest blessing there is. Yeah, okay. I
2: heard about David Cassidy. He needs a lot of prayer right now, too.
0: I didn't hear about David Cassidy. What's going on with him?
2: Yeah. He's, got a, he's in a coma right now. His organs are failing him. They don't, they don't know how much longer he got.
0: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Father, we pray, Lord, yeah. for this man. Lord, if we mention him, Lord, what good is it if we don't pray for him, Lord? So we pray for this man, for David Cassidy, Lord. Father, if he hasn't met you and if he does not know you, I pray that somehow your ministering angels, Lord, the message of your word would get to him and that he would receive Christ. And I pray, Lord, that you would bless him, Lord, with healing in Jesus' name, Lord, that he would wake up from this coma. Amen. 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 Well, thank God you, bless Tammy. you, sir. Good for, thank uh, you for too. calling. Good night. Thank you. Let's go back to the phone lines, and if you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a, a, a prayer request, something you want to bring before the Lord, something that's going on in your life, something that you need the Lord to intervene, you need God's touch, you need the, the Holy Spirit, you need whatever you need, He knows every need. But the Bible says that He wants you to reach out to Him in faith. He wants you to reach out to Him in trusting Him. You know, the beginning of faith is when you pick up that phone, and you call in that's the 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 evidence that you believe God can do something when you lift up your prayer, and we lift up prayers together, we pray for one another. the Bible says, so let's pray together, let's pray and seek the Lord for what your needs are. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two that's one eight 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 nine nine five. Five 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 two for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, if you have a question, uh, a testimony, whatever's going on, whatever your topic is tonight, whatever you want to talk about about the Lord, let's 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 do it. Call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. We have another prayer request. uh Angelo called in. Well, uh, he has a low heart rate and is dehydrated. Well, Angelo, you know. We pray and we seek the Lord, but I would suggest that you get to the hospital. If you're dehydrated and you have a low heart rate, you might want to get to the emergency room. But, Father, before he goes to the emergency room or or, or seeks medical attention, Lord, I pray, Father, that you would intervene and that you would touch him, Lord. Touch Angelo. Lord, and, and bring up his heart rate, Lord. Heal him from dehydration, Lord. Do a mighty work in Angelo's life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Jeremiah. Hey, Jeremiah, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight?
3: Hey, Sammy. How are you doing tonight?
0: Doing good. Doing good. Praise the Lord. Well,
3: if I don't talk to you before Thanksgiving, have a have a happy Thanksgiving. God a- bless you. And the same to
0: you. The same to you.
3: The healthiness and a lot of health and a lot of happiness. Thank
0: you, Jeremiah. The same to you and your family. So how, a can long we, healthy life. so how God, can we I pray tonight? To
3: pray. Okay, I need you to pray for me, you know, when my prayer request is. Um, right. And uh, I need to pray because uh, uh, this Tuesday coming up, or Ricky, remember when I told you to pray for Ricky out of right. the yeah, White show? Right, right. You I'm
0: might sorry know to hear. him.
3: You know, you're never Ricky, right? Um, and um, he used to go to Blassie's church?
0: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. If, if I, if I saw him, i probably Nancy. recognize him.
3: If you could pray for Nancy. Yes. She's back in the hospital again. She had water on her heart. They said she might need a pacemaker.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, Nancy's back in the hospital. Okay. Yes. Well, Father, I come before you, Lord, and we bring Nancy and Lonnie before you, Lord. Lord, your servants for many, many years, Lord. And I thank you for them, Lord. And I pray for Nancy, Lord that you would bless her, that you would heal her, Muradad, from heart disease, from a heart failure, Muradad. Lord, that, that you would just bless Nancy, Lord, from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, that she would experience a blessing of a mighty and awesome God. Lord, do all that you desire to do, Muradad. Do all that you desire to do for Lonnie and for Nancy, Lord. Heal Nancy in Jesus' name. We pray for Ricky's family, Muradad, that you would put peace upon them, Muradad, that you would give them comfort. And that you would be their helper, their comforter, Lord. And I pray for Jeremiah, Lord, that he would find a house, that he would find an apartment, that you would lead him and guide him, Lord, according to your purpose and your will, that you would bless him and his mom, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Father,
3: Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay,
0: Okay, Jeremiah.
3: How you been?
0: Doing doing okay. Praise the Lord. Doing good.
3: How's
0: Safka? Safka's good. We were together today. He's doing well. He's uh, okay. doing well in his Our recovery. My
3: grandson with the cancer.
0: He's going for a surgery on the 30th, so we're going to keep many in prayer. Yeah, we've
3: been praying. I've been praying for him. You know, one good thing I'll tell you: my cousin Ricky, who died, he knew the Lord, and and you know what? I know for sure. Amen. He Went to heaven. Thank
0: you, Lord. Thank you for salvation. God bless Amen. you, Jeremiah. Bless good night. You. And with that. I'll give you the phone number again. The number is 1-888-995-5552. Uh, we're 21 minutes into the program. We're almost halfway through the program, so get your calls in early. We want to talk to you. We want to pray with you. The number is one 995 5552 for the live on the air calls with the prayer requests and with your questions. Let's go and talk to Sev, who does have a question. Hi, Sev. How are you doing?
2: Good, how are you?
0: Doing well. Thanks for calling in. How can I help you tonight?
3: Yeah, I have a question. Um, I kind of want to pray for restoration. Um, It seems like my prayer life has been really, really down. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to pray to God anymore. Uh, I went through a tragedy a couple months ago. I lost my mother to cancer. Mm -hmm. So ever since then, I've kind of been very, like I, I read the Bible one day and then uh, like the rest of the week, I don't read it. I get depressed. So I just kind of like want to get out of my depression mode, and for the God, for God, just to transform me like completely. You
0: know what I mean? Amen. Uh, yeah, I don't exactly what you mean. First, let me tell you, I'm sorry for your loss. Losing your mom is a is a very tough, very hard thing to go through. Losing... Yeah, she
3: was a believer though, so she led me to Christ. So I'm thankful for that.
0: Well, that's awesome. That's awesome that she was a believer. You know uh, uh, you know praying moms are the best you know moms that yes. pray for their children and pray for the, for their family you know they are so important and and, and so instrumental yeah. to to our salvation that we would be saved yeah. so thank uh, thank god for for our moms i 'm sorry for your loss you know but thank uh you know it 's only temporary. we will mm-hmm. all yeah. be together one day before the Lord we will be caught up in the air we will be reunited, and we will have an eternity spent together and that's that's only through the blessing of Jesus Christ and His salvation, and that should be the motivation for you. Sam is is getting closer to, to Jesus Christ, to getting closer to God. You know what the what the what the number one uh, uh, excuse is for not praying and not reading? It's I don't have time. I don't have time to read. I don't have time to pray, and you know, we'll never have time. You'll never have time to pray. You have to make time to pray. You have to make time to read the word. You know, uh, we have to set aside that five minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour to an hour or whatever time we can put into making time for God. You know, uh, I heard uh, Johnny Erickson Tada, who's been a, a paraplegic for I don't know how many, 50 years uh, or 40 years and she said the real handicap are the people she said, she was saying she was sharing how hard it is to get up in the morning and how much she needs jesus in the morning just to get up and get out of bed and start her day and she cries out to god every morning and she was sharing that and saying you know the real she believes the really handicapped people are the people who get up in the morning jump out of bed have a cup of coffee and start their day regardless uh, of, of who the Lord is, and not putting the time into prayer.
3: And that's my problem right there. That's the problem I'm having. I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to give the Lord the time of the day, but I just don't. I make excuses like you were saying,
2: you know?
0: Yeah. You know, I want to remind you, I just want to, I've got this scripture right in front of me. It's in 1 Corinthians, uh, the second chapter, and the second verse it says, Paul is saying, for I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. He determined, and you know that word determined? He made up his mind. He set it in stone. This is what I'm going to do. And that's what I would advise you to do, Sev. You have to set it in stone. You have to make time and say, you know, I'm going to read the word every day from, you know, 8 a.m., to to 8:30 a.m. or from 8:15 to 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 8:45 set a time where you're going to set that time aside and you know that from Monday to Friday 5 days a week from on Mondays Wednesdays and Fridays or on Tuesdays and Wednesdays set a time set a set aside a time where you know this is what I'm going to be doing I'm going to be reading God's word for a half an hour for for, for uh, or I'm going to read three chapters. Set a goal and then okay. accomplish it. Determine yourself to do this. You know, that's I will. that's the only way you're going to do it. You know, you'll never have time. You need to make time. So Father, I just pray for Sev right now, Lord. Lord, you command us in your word. Study to show yourself approved. A workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of God. This is your desire for us, that we would study your word. Not to gain head knowledge, not just to read a book, but to learn who you are, to draw closer to you, into your character, into your nature, to see the God who saved us, to see the God who loves us, to see the God who receives us and accepts us. No matter what condition we're in, you accept us, you receive us when we come to you in prayer, when we repent and seek you, Lord. So I pray for Sev right now, Lord, that you would give him a desire. He has the desire. Give him a determination, Lord, to set aside time to read your word, to study your word, to study you, to know you. Jesus, you said this is eternal life, to know the one true God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. I pray that Sev would get to know you, Lord, that he would have that experience with you. Lord, that you would just touch him, Father, through your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, bro. God bless you, my brother. Get to work and get into, get into the word of God because there's no greater blessing than his than his word. Amen? Amen. Thank God you bless so you. Have a good night. Good night. And you know, when you realize, you know, what it's taken over the, the centuries for God to preserve his word for us, you know, what it took for for, for men of God to translate the Bible, into translations that we can understand. You know, the Bible didn't start out the way we have it today. It started. The Bible started out as 66 separate books, 66 different books that were combined together in one book to benefit mankind, that, that, that man would know God through his word. You know, it was written originally in Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. And it took men, men of God, to take the original texts, the original manuscripts, and translate them into a language, into a single language, three different languages into one single language, whether it was Latin or German or or English or French. But they did it. God put it on their heart so that you would have his word and not only that, in the language, that, in the language, in the translation that we can understand, we are we are blessed with an abundance of translations. Abundance. We have the the King James, the New King James, the the New American Standard, the 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 the, the, the NIV, the New International Version. You have the the New Living uh, uh, tr- Translations. So many translations, word for word translations, thought for thought translations, paraphrases. What's keeping you from reading the Word of God? It's not too hard. It's not too difficult. There's an abundance of translations. God has made it so easy to read His Word. And then, above that, and most important, He's given us the Holy Spirit. He's given us the Holy Spirit to reveal His Word to us. So get into His Word. Have a desire to know Him through His Word. Start reading the Bible. Start studying the Bible Start going to a Bible study. Come to our Bible study on Friday nights. We're, we're going through the, the, the book of the epistle of 1 Corinthians. We're going to study the entire book of 1 Corinthians. Not one or two chapters, but all 15 chapters. Chapter by chapter, verse by verse, we're studying 1 Corinthians. We just finished studying the Gospel of Mark. Learning about salvation and the Gospel and, 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 and what the Gospel message is. Come and join us Friday nights, or get to your church, your local church, wherever you live, and get into a Bible study. Start a Bible study, but get into the Word of God. Amen? Let's go to our our next caller. We're going to talk to Teresa. Hi, Teresa. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight?
1: Hi. Um, I live in Orange County,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I have an advanced case of multiple sclerosis, I live in a nursing home, and unfortunately, I um, incurred a, a permanent left foot injury that has is causing me a lot of pain and suffering. And it was a result of um, r- retaliatory action by someone in this nursing home because I uh, called the police. And reported that a resident here, uh, a resident is another word for patient. A patient in uh-huh. this nursing home uh, sexually assaulted me. Oh my! Uh, this was in February, and um, retaliatory action is being continued against me in this facility um, because I did report this to the police and. Uh, I I don't know what to do. Uh
0: Have you do you have any do you have any family members you can tell tell this to or have you
3: Oh, oh, yes.
0: Have I, you reported I, this I, crime to the police that they that they physically assaulted you or somebody physically assaulted you?
1: Oh, of course. During the physical assault, there were two physical assaults in February by the same resident and uh the first one occurred in the bathroom and I did File an incident report with the facility, but I said this resident was not allowed in my room anymore. I was very, very upset and and scared. I had never been um, sexually assaulted in my life before. So uh, but they the facility continued to allow the resident to come into my room. And the second assault took place four days later, in my bed. Well, and my
0: dad well what about your family? Have you been able to tell anybody with your do you have family members that can
1: yes yes, my sister um it comes here every two weeks and she is my um, uh, uh well it's called uh a designated power of attorney of health care.
0: Right, right. But, well, she needs to move you out of that facility into a different facility or get, get the police involved or some type of legal action involved so that you can have some type of uh, protection and safety.
1: You're, you're right. You're absolutely right. It, it's The situation has been complicated. Uh, my, 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 my relationship with my sister right now is under a lot of stress. Uh, it, it, I, it, you know, it would be hard to explain over the air. Yeah. Well, there are uh, there
0: are legal actions you can take. There are lawyers that you can employ who will help you. And uh, I would encourage you to call back to the station on Monday. They have uh, legal attorneys for people that are in health care facilities that are being abused and and, and mistreated. So, Father, I just come before you, Lord, right now for Teresa. I come before you and ask, Lord, for your protection upon her. Lord, you just said in in Psalms 121, Lord, you said that you will protect us from evil, that you would protect us uh, as we go out and, and as we come in. You said, Lord, that you are our keeper. It says the Lord is your shade in your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep you. Your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forever, Lord. And that is your word. That is your promise, Lord. And we stand on that word for Teresa. We stand on that word, Lord, that you will protect her from all evil, that you will protect her going out and her coming in. Father, I pray a hedge of protection upon her, Lord. I pray your guardian angels, Lord, to be in charge of her well-being. Lord, we just pray, Lord, that you would do a mighty work, that you would show your strength and your power, that, Lord, you would protect her from evil, from aggression, from violence, and that you would provide a place for her, Lord, where she would be able to live in safety and in health, Lord. I pray for her health, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would heal her from multiple sclerosis, Lord, a terrible and dreaded disease, Lord, a plague upon this world, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that you would relieve her, that you would heal her, that there would be a mighty work of a mighty God who's awesome and abundant to do beyond what we ask. I just pray your blessing father in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank
1: you. God so bless you very much.
0: God bless you That's- Teresa and I Thank encourage you. you to 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 make sure your your sister knows what's going on, to make sure the police know what's going on, to get a lawyer and 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 get some legal advice and see what your options are and 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 or talk to the leader of the the the, the superintendent of the hospital that care and let people know what's going on, and, and the abuse yeah. that you're suffering. Okay?
1: Yes. Thank you so much. You've given me some very good advice, and I really appreciate it. God bless you. God bless
0: you. you, Teresa. Good night. Good night.
1: Thank-
0: well, praise the Lord. And if you have a, a prayer request, if you have a Bible question, if there's something on your mind tonight that you just need to get before the Lord, whether it's in prayer or in his word, I encourage you to call in. The number one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. 995 5552 That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two 995 5552 for the live on the air calls. Well, you know, we've been studying, we've been going through 1 Corinthians, and what a blessing it is to just read God's Word, go through His Word, you know, chapter by chapter and verse by verse. You know, there's no better thing you can do than get before the Lord in prayer and get before the Lord in His Word. He opens His Word and He makes it understandable to us. You know, that's what Paul was doing when he went to Corinth. He went in to Corinth with a desire to see people's lives changed, to see people come to the Lord, to save the lost, whether, whether Jew or Greek. You know, he desired for all men for all humanity to know Jesus Christ well he went to Corinth and he preached for a year and a half and the church started the church began and then Paul left after a year and a half after he established the Corinthian church and things started to go wrong and now Paul's writing them to correct some some wrong practices and some things that were going on quarrels And divisions. And it was amazing to us as we started to read, as we started the first and second chapter, to realize that 2,000 years have passed since Paul wrote to the Corinthian church, and things haven't changed much. We have the same problems today that the Corinthians had back 2,000 years ago. Paul is, is telling them there's divisions, there's quarrels, there's divisions the in the church. There's, you know, some are saying I am of Apollos and I am of Paul and I am of Cephas. You know, men following men instead of the church following Christ. And Paul starts in uh, the second chapter and he he's, he's he's really preparing them. He's setting them up to receive correction. And he's preparing them for what he's about to write. Not just what he's writing, but what he's about to tell them, the correction that's coming, even the rebuke that's coming, Paul's going to say some tough things to them, and he wants them to be ready. He wants them to understand what he's, where he's coming from. And he says, and when I came to you, brethren, I did not come with superiority of speech or of wisdom, proclaiming to you the testimony of God. Paul came to them. He's saying, look, when I came to Corinth, I didn't come to you with superiority I didn't come to you speaking with words that you couldn't understand or wisdom. Paul came to Corinth and preached with simplicity, not using big words, but he talked in a way that they could understand. He used speech that the common man could really understand. He didn't come to them spouting uh doctrinal issues or showing them where they were wrong in their theology he came with the simple gospel he didn't come against the the greek gods of the time he came to show that the, these he didn't come against the false gods he came revealing the true god revealing who jesus christ is and how he is the true savior of the world how he came to forgive our sins you know, and this was, this, was, this was different. This was very different than what they were used to. You know, the Greeks, you know, Corinth was in Greece. The majority of people that were living there were Greeks, even though there were Jews in, in, in Corinth, there were Romans in Corinth, there were people from different parts of the world, but the majority of the population was, was most likely Greek. And Greeks, well, they wanted to show off their wisdom. Wisdom meant everything to the Greeks. Wisdom and philosophy. You think of the writings of Aristotle and Plato and Socrates. These were men of great learning. These were men of philosophy. You know, even uh, government, you know, the, 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 the example of government was created, the example of government that we have today, was created in Greece. Think about it. You know, the Senate and uh, the way we govern ourselves. The first college, the first place of learning was in Greece. They loved wisdom. They loved knowledge. And they wanted to show it off. But Paul didn't come showing off his knowledge. He didn't come showing off his wisdom he came in simplicity of speech, he says. He says, remember how I came to you. Remember that when I came to you, I didn't come to you the way you were used to. I came to you with simplicity of speech. And I was proclaiming to you the testimony of God. Well, you know, we've got another phone call. and just, I just feel led right now just to take this, this last phone call before we go any further. And I want to talk to Stephen. Hi, Steven.
2: Hi, no, Sammy, my, my brother.
0: How you doing? I'm doing well, man. How can we pray for you tonight?
2: Well, I I have uh, two, two friends who need prayer. Uh, first one is Dennis, and uh, and and gone into to the hospital for a civil uh, knee replacement surgery, but uh, during recovery. Had a heart attack and oh, I'm sorry to hear that. He's been he's had to uh, be resuscitated on on four different occasions, and and basically, he's uh, I guess in a a coma, so I understand, uh, because uh, a lot of the other details I'm just Mm -hmm. not aware of. So, uh, so so he, he needs prayer and uh, and they uh. Another friend
0: whose, uh, whose name
2: is Lorena. Uh, What's his name? Was, his, his name was
0: Dennis. Ben, okay. So Dennis and Ben, we need to pray for.
2: No, actually, Dennis
0: and Lorena. And Lauren, okay. Well, Father, we come you. before you, Father. Lord, you know Dennis and you know Lauren. You know their situations, you know their circumstances, Father. Yes, I just pray, Lord for these two people, these two dear children of yours, Lord, that you would reach out to them, that you would just touch them with the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would minister to, to, to Dennis even in this coma, Lord, and that you would bring him out of the coma, Lord. Lord, that you would speak to him, Lord, words of comfort and words of, of, of healing, words of blessing, Lord, that there would be an abundance of blessing in his life, Lord, of healing in his life, Lord, that there would be a mighty work of God in his life, Lord. And we pray for Lauren. Father, that that you would do the work that only you can do, Father. Doctors can't, as much as 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 we appreciate doctors, Lord, and medicine, Lord. They can't; they're not the cure for what really, truly ails us, Lord. You are the cure, the cure for us from sin, the cure of us, Lord, from this world, and the cure from all sickness and all disease, Lord. You're the healer, Jehovah Japha jehovah jireh jehovah god jehovah our provider jehovah our healer jehovah our peace jehovah shalom lord you are everything to us lord and we need so much of you and we need so much from you lord but we pray lord right now for dennis and lauren in jesus name amen amen Amen. god god bless you Stephen. thank you for calling in god bless you Well, sorry, I just felt led to to take that call and just pray, thank God for, for, for Stephen who called in and just wanted to lift up Dennis and Lauren, keep them in prayer. So I want to remind you that, you know, Paul is speaking to here, speaking to the Corinthians here, and he's telling them, remember how I came to you Remember that I didn't come to you with, with great doctrines and great theology. I came to you with simplicity, the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of Jesus Christ, that he came to save us from our sins. He came to forgive us from our sins. He brings us grace and mercy and peace with God. You know, the Greeks were not used to this. The Corinthians were not used to this. They were used to men who would come and show off their great wisdom and show off their their, their speaking abilities, their, their speech you know, and these were people. You know, the Corinthians. You know, they like to show off. They like to show off their 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 knowledge and their philosophy and their wisdom. But Paul wasn't going to give them that. He wanted to give them something different. For he says in verse two, "For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified." What a tremendous statement! For I determined. I made up my mind. I made up my mind. I set it in stone. I wrote this in stone for me, for myself, that I would know nothing among you. I wouldn't know Aristotle or Plato or Socrates. I wouldn't know anything else. I wouldn't have any other wisdom. I wouldn't have any other message. There was no other message except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And that's what he did. He shared the simple message of the gospel. He shared the simple message of Jesus Christ. You know, when we're sharing with people, when we're telling them and we're trying, you know, we feel led by the Holy Spirit to share our testimony of salvation, what are we going to share? Are we going to share theological debates? Are we going to share doctrinal wisdom? No, you need to share Jesus Christ. You know, I love what Steve Wilburn says all the time. Do you know that there's a God in heaven who loves you? What better message is there than that? What simpler message is there than that? I just want to tell you, there's a God in in heaven who loves you. You know, he loved you so much that he sent his son, his most prized relationship, his most prized, he sent his very very own son to suffer on a cross to forgive your sins to forgive all of our sins. And on the third day, he was raised from the dead to prove, to display that he has victory over sin and death. You know, what greater message is there? What simpler message is there than there's a God in heaven who loves you. And here's how I know, how, here's how I know he loves you. He sent his son to die for you on a cross. That's the message of Jesus Christ. And Paul determined in his mind, I'm not going to give them great theological messages. I'm not going to give them some great wisdom. of No, the great wisdom and power that he showed was the wisdom and the power of the cross. You read in the in the first chapter, you know, to a dying world, to those who are perishing, the cross is foolishness. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God is the wisdom and the power of God. We see the wisdom and the power in the cross. We see the wisdom and the power of the cross because we've experienced the love and the mercy, the forgiveness of an awesome God. We see it as the power and the wisdom of God because he used it to save the world. But the world refuses to be saved. I determine to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. He didn't talk or preach about anything else. It was all about Jesus. It was all about the gospel. And you know, it really has to be all about Jesus. Your message, your testimony, your life. Our life needs to be about Jesus. Jesus needs to be at the center of our world, at the center of our life. He has to be right there in everything or we're not worth anything. What is our life worth without Jesus Christ? Not much. Not anything. Our life is worthless unless Jesus is at the center of it. And you know, I I was sharing last night how I don't believe God wants to be first in your life. I really don't. Because God isn't always first. Numbers can change. Positions change. Is God always first in your life? Or are there times that your family, your children come first? Or your business comes first? Your job, your career comes first? That that, that number can change. That position changes. Because there's no room for more than one person, one thing to be first. There's no room. But when Jesus is at the center of your life, there's room for everything else because everything else can revolve around Jesus. You know, if you take the example of the universe, our solar system, the sun is at the center of our solar system and there are nine planets revolving around. There's room you know, if Jesus is at the center of your life, there's room for your marriage to revolve around him because Jesus is the center of your marriage. If Jesus is at the center of your, of your life, then there's room for your family and friends because they can revolve around Christ and your career and your your, 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 your job, your work, your business. Your problems, they all revolve around Christ because he's at the center of your life. Don't make God first. Make him the center of your life. That's where he wants to be. That's where he deserves to be. And I say that because Paul determined to know nothing among them except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Where's Jesus in your life? You know, Seb called and said, you know, I, I I can't read the word. I don't, I'm not able to read the Word. I read the Word maybe once a week. And I said, you got to be determined. You have to make time. You'll never have time. And Paul did that. He determined to know nothing except Jesus Christ. Are you determined? Can you be determined to know nothing but Jesus Christ? Can you be determined to share Him in that simple way? Hey, there's a God in heaven who loves you. Can you say those simple words? Can you can you can you share that simple message? Paul shared a simple message. He didn't come with them to them with superiority of speech or wisdom or, or or anything like that. He said in the third verse, I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling and my message and my preaching were not in persuasive words of wisdom but in the demonstration of the Spirit and the power, so that your faith would not rest on the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. What, what is Paul saying? He's saying, when I came to you with this simple message of Jesus Christ and Him crucified, I came in weakness and in fear. And I was, I was in fear and trembling because I wanted you to get it. I wanted you to get the message of my preaching. Not that I would persuade you, not that you would be persuaded by my words, not that I would have a great argument for you and that I would win you over to an argument, but that I would demonstrate to you the power of the Holy Spirit, that you would be touched by the Holy Spirit, that you would be touched by the Holy Spirit so that your fate would not rest on the wisdom of man. You didn't come because I made a good argument. You didn't come to God because I convinced you to come to God, but you came to God because you were touched by the power of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you were touched by his love, by his grace, that you realized how much God loves you, that you realized how much God desires you to be in his presence, to be in his kingdom, so much that he gave his son, that his son would die on the cross and be crucified to forgive you of your sins. Don't come to God because you've been persuaded. Don't come to God because you've been convinced, convinced by man. Come to God because you've been touched by his his love and his grace, that you realize that he loves you and that he sent his son for you. Because no other message is going to save you. Not the message of man, not the power of man, not the persuasive arguments of men. Don't be convinced by what man says. Be convinced by what God has done. He came to them in weakness. He came to them in trembling, not with a powerful, powerful, uh, uh, powerful wisdom or a persuasive argument. And you know, Paul was a powerful speaker. Paul was a powerhouse. If you, if you don't believe me, look at Acts. Look in the book of Acts that Paul was, 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 was a powerful leader in the church. So much of a powerful leader that he organized the stoning of Stephen. It says that they laid their clo- those who stoned Stephen laid their cloaks at the feet of a young man named Saul and this was Paul, and that that phrase they laid their cloaks it means that he gave his approval. He gave his authority to those to stone Stephen and then he went to the chief priests and elders. And he received letters allowing him to go to the synagogues, putting the Christians out and persecuting them and imprisoning them. Paul was a powerhouse. He knew how to make an argument. He knew what he was doing. He knew he was able to make persuasive arguments, but he chose not to. He determined to know Christ and Christ crucified. He came to them in meekness. And you know, somebody once, I heard somebody once say that meekness, true meekness is power under control. He had the, the ability, he had the power to make arguments, to show wisdom, but he kept that under control and he chose instead to preach to them Christ alone and Christ crucified. Like I said, he wasn't trying to persuade them with a great argument. He wasn't trying to persuade them with wisdom and knowledge. He preached to them the gospel of Jesus Christ and allowed the Holy Spirit to touch their life and bring them to the Lord. And you know, that's when it's real. That's when you have a real experience with God, when you're touched by the Holy Spirit. When you come to Christ, not for any other reason, but because of His love, because of his forgiveness, his mercy, his grace. Don't come to Christ to be healed. Don't come to Christ to prosper. Don't come to Christ because of superstition. Come to Christ because you desire to be born again. Come to Christ because you desire to be forgiven. Come to Jesus because you know you're a sinner in need of a Savior. And if you've realized that tonight, Then would you allow me to lead you in a prayer for salvation? Just say, Jesus. Pray this with your heart. Say, Jesus, I know that you're the Messiah. I know that you're the Savior. I know that you love me and that you came to this earth to save me. Jesus, I am a sinner. I've sinned against you. And I desire to be forgiven. I repent of my sins. And I ask, Lord, that you would come and live in my heart and that from this day forward, I would live with you and for you. Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. And I give my life over to you right now. Thank you, Lord, for receiving me into your family and saving me. Amen. Well, if you just prayed that prayer then you've been touched by the Holy Spirit and you've been born again. I pray that you would find a church and get plugged into a church that preaches the gospel of Jesus Christ. Read the Bible. Pray and seek the Lord. And live your life for Jesus Christ. Well, God bless you. Thank you for joining me. I'll be back next week. God bless you. Good night.